0: Search for Jack on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Whee! What to build? What to build? Oh, come on, Lizzie. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait. That's me. Great job, Lucy Wow! Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. (laughs) Let the show begin! Yo, kids! Yo! Welcome back to Flugerville. It's me, Kapow, beaming into your ears all the way from Lucy Wow's barn. Alongside me today is the co-host, with the co-most, Guy Neville! Uh, Thanks, Kapow. I'm super excited to be here today. I bet! I mean, how often do we get to talk about something invented by a boot? Uh, what are you, uh, what are you talking about, Kapow? Today's invention... Opera! It comes from Italy, Europe's boot! Uh, Italy isn't an actual boot. It's a country shaped like a boot. Oh, That makes sense! Yeah. I wonder if I messed up all my research then. I wrote down here that opera is super cool. Is that true? Uh, you got that part right. Phew! (laughs) In that case, I'll start us off. Opera. What is opera? Well, opera is a story set to music. An opera is like a play or a musical, but in which everything is sung instead of spoken. In opera, a character doesn't say goodbye as they leave. They sing a goodbye song that lasts for minutes. Operas are written in almost every language, so opera singers often have to be able to speak Italian, German, French, English, and Russian if they want to sing all the hits. But don't worry... The audience doesn't have to be multilingual. Translations are printed on a screen above the stage, so you know what the characters are saying. Now, why does a character sing instead of speak? Well, usually it's because they are feeling strong emotions, emotions that can only be expressed in song, like how I feel about burritos. Because of this, opera is famous for its big, dramatic, over-the-top stories and characters. In fact, one of the most famous images related to opera is a woman in a viking hat singing so loud that glasses break! But wait, how did opera get started? Technically, the ancient Greeks were the first ones to mix singing with theater. But in those ancient days, there was a chorus in every play that would sing or chant parts of the story. After all, who doesn't like a little story tunage? But these choruses were in the background. The innovation of music being up in front and telling the story on stage began in the city of Florence from the country of boot. Italy, remember? It's shaped like a boot, but it's it's not a boot. I'm confused and hungry. You take over for a second. (sighs) Okay, but don't eat my boots. The first opera ever written was performed in 1597 in Florence, Italy. The composer was a man named Jacopo Peri. It was performed at an exclusive club made up of people who considered themselves clever and artistic. Now at first, and they have only been shown to a small club, but word of opera started to get around. Opera's popularity kept growing until in 1637, a public opera house was opened in Venice. And after that, Opera grew like wildfire. Soon, there were opera houses in Paris, Vienna, and in Germany. During this period, known as the Baroque period, opera was very popular, but it was also considered to be just for the upper classes. These upper class audiences would dress up and go to the shows to be seen. They treated them as parties where you could meet people and talk, even during the music. Ah, how rude! Yeah. Eventually, opera singers and musicians started asking for quiet, but it took a whole lot of years going, shh. As people shushed, opera got more popular and crowds got bigger, and so opera houses had to get bigger to hold everyone. But this was long before microphones, so opera singers had to learn how to sing with great power in order to be heard in the back, a tradition that still exists today. About 150 years later, a social movement known as the Enlightenment began. The Enlightenment changed the way people looked at science, art, and the whole world. And because of this Enlightenment, people from outside the upper classes were encouraged to attend opera as well. And the more people heard it, the more people loved it. Soon, opera was incredibly famous, and opera singers became huge stars. But of all the opera singers, perhaps the most famous of all time are Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. Yeah, uh, oh wait, did you say Bugs Bunny? I did! You see, back in the 1950s, cartoons were shown before every movie. Some of the most popular cartoons starred the Looney Tunes. And many of the best Looney Tunes were created by Chuck Jones, a brilliant artist, a creative genius, and a big opera fan. In 1957, he decided to put Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd in an opera. The result was called What's Opera, Doc? It's the story of Elmer chasing bugs as they sing parodies of 19th century composer Richard Wagner operas. It was instantly a hit and went on to be one of the most famous Bugs Bunny cartoons of all time. Ooh. Generations of children grew up watching it. Wait. I know that cartoon. Is that the one with
1: kill the webbit,
0: kill the webbit? Exactly. And it wasn't just funny. That cartoon was inspiring. A lot of kids who saw it wanted to sing just like Elmer and went on to become professional opera singers. In fact, several modern opera singers point to cartoons as their first step on the path of being divas. Well, I guess it goes to show opera truly is for everyone. And you don't need an opera house in your town to enjoy it or be inspired by it. Exactly! Who knows? If you keep an open mind and some open ears, you might just hear something that inspires you to invent a whole new way of storytelling. You know what? I'm inspired right now. Let's say you and I go put on some opera and see what we can invent. Sounds good, guy. But before we go... If any of you out there have any questions about opera, Bugs Bunny, Lugerville, me, or Guy Neville, send it to us at gokidgo.com. Whoever you send it to, you might get your question read live on the show. Oh, and one last note. I get a lot of excitement as Lucy Wells sidekick. Sometimes it overwhelms me and I just, well, you know, faint. But today I got the most exciting news and I, and I... Oh, easy kapow. Deep rest. <laughs> Don't faint. I'm on a t-shirt and a hoodie and a sticker, nah, nah, I'm famous. The most famous mechanical figment to ever live. Go to GoKidGo.com and check me out. And as always, Go Kid Go. Go Kid Go. Go Kid Go. go, kid go.